Um, welcome to the watch list. Wow. Um, we, my name is Sophie. Hello, my name is Mabel. Um, we are two film majors here at Cecilia University. Um, we have a lot of movies on our watch list. Um, so this, uh, show is an excuse for us to get through our watch list a little bit faster. Um, so do you want to explain what a watch list is for those of us in the back who aren't really understanding what's Yeah, going on? if you're not a film major, if you're not on Letterboxd, um, a watch list is just the list of movies that you want to watch. Um, but most of the time you don't get around to watching them if you're me, um, at least. Or also me. Yeah, so... <laughs> I need a radio show to force me to at least watch one movie a week. Yes, of course. Um, yeah. So, um, I don't know, last week we shared our favorite movies, but no one had that. So we could do that again. Let's, let's go over it again. Go over time. it again. Alright. Um, well, my favorite movie, I mean, on my Letterboxd Top 4, it's currently Jojo Rabbit. Um, there was some shifting in my top four this week, actually. Really? Um, big strides. Yeah, Short Term 12, which I just watched, um, replaced 8th grade. Wow. Kind of crazy. It's a big moment. Big changes in my life. Wow, um, yeah. progress that you're making. Thank you. What about you? You got a fave? Ooh, well, I'd say my number four... My number four, top four, is actually Waves. Um, we oh, saw yeah. it through our PU student. It played a bit ago, um, which was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I also really love the movie Whiplash. Yeah. It's about drumming and music, mm -hmm. and um, I'm kind of an aspiring drummer at the moment. Oh. But if you've seen the movie, it's I hope I don't become the character because it's kind of yeah, okay. he struggles often. Mm. I actually haven't seen it. It is on my watch list. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy how that happens. <laughs> I also really love the movie Endgame. Mm. It's just comforts me. Yeah. yeah. Did you see the Spider-Man news this week? I did see the big <laughs> Spidey news. Yeah, I got fooled by... I got <laughs> just absolutely pranked by Tom Holland with his... Really? Um, if you don't know, Tom Holland is the star of... Uh, Spider-Man series, the Spider-Man movies, um, mm -hmm. and the other night, he and Jacob Babylon and Zendaya posted, oh, Spider-Man 3, it's coming, and they each posted a fake title about oh. Spider-Man, um, but I saw Tom's first, and it said, and I was so excited, and my friends were like, what's it called, and I said, with such confidence, I said, Spider-Man, phone home, <laughs> and then I was like, Oh no! Wait, that can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right. ET phone home question mark? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. So no, there is an actual exciting. title. I don't remember it anymore. But yeah, that's some fun film news. Um, fun film culture news. Fun film news. If you want us to continue <laughs> that bit, we can for sure do that for you. Um, if you haven't, you should follow us on Instagram. Yeah, my main pal Sophie over here. Uh, she oh, went yeah. kind of off on her new Instagram page. Shout out to her and her very talented Photoshop skills. Oh, you know. <laughs> I try my best. Follow us on Instagram, though. Um, it is at the watchlist underscore. 
W-T-U-R. Yeah. We got some Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, we got some quality content just telling you what movies we're watching every week. Maybe we'll post pictures of ourselves so you know what we look like if you don't know us in person. But, like, if you're listening to this, you probably know us in person. Yeah. Um, and if you're listening to this and want to be a part of the show, we're going to have some yeah. interactive content on there. So mm-hmm. be sure to give it a follow. Yeah, we're going to need some... We're pretty indecisive people, I'd say. Oh, and nice. we're going to need your help choosing movies some weeks. So... <laughs> Make sure to hit that follow button on Instagram at the watchlist underscore WTUR. Um, yeah, Wonderful. so. Let's get in. What a long intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, no, what movie did we watch this week? This week. Do you want to do a little reveal? Or just go ahead and tell them straight up? A drum roll. Oh, okay, okay, ready? Okay. by Paul Dano. What a guy. The man. He's the man. Um, the wa- <laughs> not the wildlife. I keep calling it the wildlife and it's just wildlife. Um, no the. No the. Sorry Paul, I didn't mean to do that to your film. No offense Paul. But it's about 14 year old Joe. Um, he's the only child of Jeanette and Jerry, a housewife and a mm-hmm. golf pro. Yeah, they're all gay names which seems really toxic. <laughs> um, I don't trust it for a second. Um, so, a housewife and a golf pro in small town, 1960s Montana. Nearby, an uncontrolled forest fire rages close to the Canadian border. And when Jerry loses his job and his sense of purpose, he decides to join the cause of fighting the fire, leaving his wife and son to fend for themselves. Oh dear. Oh? That sounds like troubling content. Treacherous. Now you're probably like, who are these people in this movie? Well... We can tell you. Let me just tell you. Well, you know, the main man, Paul Dano. Yes, our director. Directed it. Did you know it was actually his first ever directed solo film? I did find that out today when I looked at him on Letterboxd. Incredible. Very good. Well, great job, Paul, for his feature film debut. Yeah, and he's originally, I believe, an actor, so he's known for roles in... Um, all the movies I'm about to list I have not seen, but I'm going to say them to you. <laughs> <laughs> Little Miss Sunshine, 12 Years a Slave, and Oakjaw, which also has um, the has leading Barry man. Morgan. I mean, Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, JK. It JK. actually has Jake Gyllenhaal, yes. who is Jerry. Jerry. Jerry the main Benson. character man, the firefighter, the try-hard dad, but he just he... needs to be trying a little bit harder. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh dear, the, yeah. the, the stare down I just got from Sophie was kind of intense, but we'll, we'll get more into it. I didn't mean to do that, but okay. um, yeah, so Jake, he plays the dad, um, he looks like Jake Gyllenhaal, looks so epic, so great, great performance, King. He's only in it for like 10 minutes total though, so that's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Um, Carrie Mulligan plays Jeanette Brinson. Carrie Mulligan was most recently in... Um, oh, of course, now I can't remember it because every single time I just watched it. Uh, Promising Young Woman. I always want to call it, like, Pretty Woman, yeah. which is also a different movie and mm-hmm. Little Woman. She was also in, uh, what's it called? Uh, The Great Gatsby. Was right? she really? Yes. She... Yeah, she was Daisy. She was the main lady, which is kind of funny because what? her character was a lot like, uh, with well, the one, me. the one with um, Leo, 
Leonardo DiCaprio. Pardon? <laughs> wait, I, wait, 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 wait. What movie was this? The Great Gatsby. Oh, you, you know, know what? I for sure heard you say The Greatest Showman. <laughs> oh, I was like, she was not in no, that movie. I did not mean to deceive you. If you just heard me say that, I'm sorry I mumble a lot, so. No, I think I just heard that in my own brain. Oh, oh. Anna. No. Yeah, well, well, Carrie Mulligan, oh. she was Daisy in The Great Gatsby, okay. which is pretty interesting yeah. because Daisy and Janine, Jeanette, that's Jeanette. awkward, Jeanette, they're yeah. pretty similar characters. Anyway. They're kind of, yeah, I can see that. Also in this movie, um, Ed, Ed Oxenbold yeah. played Joe Brinson, the son, who, interestingly enough, this movie, it's centered around his perspective. Uh-huh. And we'll go into the, a little bit more about the storytelling of that later, but I really admired that, so. Yeah, um, the whole time, I just kept looking at that kid and being like, where do I know him from? And I looked at his IMDb, I don't know him. Well, he was mm. in, um, that movie about, it's oh, like yeah, a Disney movie mm. that's like, the kid had a bad day. It's like terrible, horrible, oh, no good, terrible. very bad day or something like that. And oh, I think yeah. Steve Carell's in it. He's in that. But that's not what I know him from. I think he just looks like someone I've seen before. Oh, that's awkward. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Hey, he kind of looks like a newsie. He could, about that? he could be a newsie. <laughs> for sure. Kind of funny. Maybe he was at one point. We don't know. Um, Ed, if you're listening, please reach out and tell us, have you ever been? Shout out to Ed. Um, yeah, listening. shout out to you, King. <laughs> you're doing great. Great <laughs> stuff. Um, Ed, tw in 2018 you were, at least, so yeah. when this movie came out. Yeah, now um, a little bit more about the movie. Yeah, so, can you give some fun facts? Yeah, I'll, I hope they're fun. Okay. I mean, let me just tell you a little bit more about Wildlife before we jump right on in. Yeah. But according to IMDb... This movie was pretty newly released, actually, in 2019. So she is... She's 2019, really? That's what my sources Your told me. told you me. that? I heard 2018 from <laughs> the box. That's so crazy. Um, well, Who that's knows? awkward. Anyway, it's pretty newly released, but... Kind of newish. The American Film Awards in 2019. Maybe that's new. Anyway. Yeah, probably the, the American awards. Film Awards in mm -hmm. 2019. Yeah. Um, you know, our girl Carrie Mulligan, mm -hmm. she was nominated for Best Actress. Yeah. So go her. Mm -hmm. um, in the Americana Film Festival of 2019, Paul Dano himself, the director, won the Special Mention Award. I don't really know what that means, but, like, great work, Paul. <laughs> and he was cute. also nominated in the Americana Film Festival for... Uh, this word called tops. Tops? Huh? And I had tops question mark, because I don't really know what that means, but great job, Paul. You won one award and got nominated for another, as well as probably many more, so shout out to Paul. Also, <laughs> I think it also went to um, Sundance. Yes, I did see that. Mm -hmm. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. But uh, also, this movie was based off of the novel... Um, called Wildlife mm -hmm. by Richard Ford, which was published in 1990. Yeah. But, you know, our man Paul saw, or, like, read this book uh -huh. and then was inspired. So inspired. You know, as, as most of us young filmmakers are. Yeah, you gotta read a lot to be a great filmmaker or something like that. Yeah, but he, he read the book and he, he like, kind of changed with it, which okay. was really cool because... Okay. 
he took the original story by, you know, the author Richard Ford, uh-huh. and he just centered it around the boy's perspective, so yeah. around Ed Oxenbold, and he made some pretty cool choices on how to show that. Interesting. But we'll, we'll get into that I'm later. not gonna lie, I don't even know who Richard Ford is. I don't either, but he published the book. Okay. He's an well, author, and I'm pretty sure he's doing great things. I'm sure he's probably well known, and I'm just... I also enough. don't read anything, so I, you thought um, we were uneducated about movies. We are also extremely uneducated <laughs> about many novels and books. I've got three books sitting next to my bed. Have I read them? Um, oh, big book reader. Big <laughs> John Green book reader. Solely wow. John Green. Sorry. Uh, I'm not going to apologize for that, actually. Yeah. I'm proud of it. I love John Green. Um, But that's off topic. Anyway, Wildlife was also shot in the beautiful mountains. Of Great Falls, Montana. Actually in Montana. Yeah. Wow. And in bits of Oklahoma. Um, so it's kind of fun, but a lot of the landscape um, shots and, like, some cool overhead shots mm-hmm. were actually, like, real mountains. So that's pretty epic. Instead of fake ones. Yeah. You thought they'd be fake, but they no. were real mount- no, mountains. No, in the mountains. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, Ed Oxenbold, who played the, the young Cho. Cho. Joseph. Mm-hmm. Um, he was only 16 when they filmed this. He played a 14-year-old, huh? He did. He plays it well. He played it well, you know. Mm-hmm. He was really good, I thought. His, his like, subtle but impressive performance. Mm-hmm. I, the acting in this really popped off, I'm not gonna lie. I liked yeah, it. It was a very, it was realistic for him. I mean, it wasn't that hard. He wasn't yeah. like, I mean, he was like moderately awkward, but I feel like he could have been more awkward for a fourteen-year-old. Mm. But I also didn't know he was supposed to be like. I just knew he was a young kid. A young child. Unless you like before you watch every movie and you read the description of it, I do not. Um. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, yeah. My last one fact. Yeah. Is that Carrie Mulligan is actually British? Did you know that? I actually did not know that. She is from England, I believe, but she has a British Ooh, accent. Man. I was watching a YouTube video, uh-huh. and this girl opened her mouth, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She <laughs> has a British accent, and that just shocks me. Like, when you watch movies yeah. of someone from a different place and they don't pretending have, to be yeah. American, and they, like, do it so well. Like the Hemsworths? Yes. Or Tom Holland. Or Tom Holland, yeah, you're just like, wow. It just really shakes you because you're like, are you an American pretending to be British, or, like, Right. Are you just very comfortable what you do? No, I don't know. Just so it blows my mind. Like Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Saoirse, my, Saoirse, my queen. She does a great American accent. It's, it's so impressive. Yeah. Love. It does not take much to impress me, literally all, but anyway. <laughs> anyway, those are some fun, moderately exciting facts. Yeah. Um. So, I guess we'll get on to opinion time. Ooh, Super the fun. real... The real Super good things. Part. However, um, awkward. I kind of realized I left my notes out in the hallway. So I'm oh, let me just tell you a little bit about. No, you tell what? Tell the people some things, and I'll go grab my notebook. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So wildlife. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, film. I really like this movie. I'll reveal what I rated it on Letterboxd later, but I thought this movie did a really good job of showing instead of telling which is like a big thing that 
as filmmakers we're taught a lot and just like like writers in general writing stories but uh it's really impressive when directors and movie makers can really reel in the audience by showing and like illustrating what's happening without having people be like ha 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 you know and explicitly telling them mm. for an example sure um i don't want to spoil it doesn't really spoil them because it's in the description but jerry the main bad guy he gets fired right but I thought they showed it very well because, uh, you know, the man Joe, the the boy, not the actual man, the, the child. <laughs> the child. He, is <laughs> he the and child. his father were golfing, uh-huh. and uh, his father was working at the golfing, Shining shoes. at the institutional Shining? golfing location. A golf club, one might say. <laughs> if, yeah, anyway. Uh. But then, the boss comes up and is like, we need to talk, and then... Uh, Jerry and the boss walk off screen, and then they do this really cool pan, which is like a zoom in, sort of, and, uh, on Joe's face, and you can just tell the way his face changes, mm-hmm. that he, his dad didn't get too cool with me, yeah. and when I watched I was like, oh my gosh, he got fired, yeah. like, wow, mm-hmm. and then they cut to the next scene of them in a car, and it's the dad being very defeated, and then Joe goes... So he really didn't say why he fired you? I don't know. It was just a very small thing, but it blew my mind. Yeah? Truly. And it was in the beginning, so I was hooked right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, I liked, um, the film, I feel like the pacing of it is really good, and it gets things rolling pretty quickly with, like, you start and you see how this family seems pretty tight, and it seems good and healthy, and you see it deteriorate deteriorate pretty quickly which like yeah. I feel like it's hard to show something that like like that with a, a crumbling relationship where that would obviously yeah. be coming over time but uh, Paul Dano does a great job of um, just making it happen in the first 30 minutes of the movie Yeah. Um, and it's yeah it's really good love that great job Paul <laughs> great work Paul um yeah, I quite enjoyed this. This boy is I gave gave it a great review. We'll talk about how many stars later, but um I think uh one of my favorite things was when Jake Gyllenhaal's character, he you know, he's struggling with his sense of purpose and he doesn't want his wife to have to go to back go back to work, which personally I think they should do whatever someone wants at that time. It's nineteen sixties, so it's fine. Um, and he just feels, like, emasculated, why I cannot say that word. That's because you were trying to say it. Um, yeah, I bit my tongue halfway through it, (laughs) and it didn't work. Um, he feels emasculated because he's just, they've had to move multiple times for him to find jobs, um, and whatnot. And so he's, like, kind of embodying, like, this somewhat toxic masculinity, but then... He, when he is about to go off to the fire, he's like, he turns to Joe and says something along along the lines of, are you too old to kiss your dad? You know men love each other too. And then he like kisses him and he's like, love you son. And I was like, dang, that's so sweet. Like, that's such a healthy portrayal of like love. Like for a a father and a son. Like he wasn't 
while it did seem like he was just doing this for his own self-fulfillment, he was also, like, in an attempting, at least, to provide for his family in his own way. Yeah, he was just trying to be a good dad. He was. And I really liked the progression of characterization, especially in the, the dad and the mom. Because mm. it takes, like, two roles, and you think you know what's going to happen in the beginning, but then you just really learn more about the characters, and you you kind of get mad at them at right. a lot of parts, and mm -hmm. you're like, why are you doing this? Yeah. And it's just, it's a great way. I was hooked as an audience member pretty Quickly, quickly into the film, yeah. Yeah, I definitely started off frustrated with Jake Gyllenhaal's character, um, Gary, and I was like, Team Jeanette. I was like, Jeanette, yeah. she's trying her best, and Jerry's just like not accepting it. And and that's then, so frustrating. And then, and then the tables, and then it straight turns. Up the tables turned so Ooh. fast, and I was like, I hate. Well, I didn't hate her, but I was very disappointed in her. Yeah, like no, no big spoilers. I can't. But. Yeah, we can't tell you exactly what happens, but I did end up disappointed in Jeanette, and like my whole view of both of the characters flipped. Like there was yeah. a one eighty because in the end, no spoilers, but I sided more with who Jerry became, and yeah. his relationship with Joe, in the end was like so good and. I was like, oh, healthy. Aww. I love seeing a healthy relationship in movies because we don't always see them. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think I also really appreciated. I don't know what I'm about next, but mm -hmm. I really liked the lighting. Of course, I thought yeah. it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Um, they, they just they really popped off on that. The cinematography, mm -hmm. the lighting was super beautiful. A lot of the shots. They did a lot of still shots mm -hmm. um, that you they held on to for a long time, yeah. and you think that that's like kind of boring, but it it told a unique story, and it the pacing was like very very well controlled. I think. Yeah, I um, I think my favorite, like I think about halfway through, I was about to be like, we can move on to how many stars this goes with how many stars I would give it. I was like, I'd probably give this like a three and a half stars, but the last shot of the movie, um, this isn't quite a spoiler, it's also the poster, um, of the film, but they look straight into camera, and my soul just, like, shattered. <laughs> they're, like, the, I don't know how one just looks into the camera with such despair, but all three of the actors, it was just like, you could just tell. <sighs> Well, this, is, this is our life now. Souls. It's a wild life. Yeah. I, the middle, I, I confess, I watched it at like 1am last night, <laughs> last this morning, and I kind of perhaps did a bit of a dozing in the middle, no. but, 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 the middle, or, I, I kept along, but that's only yeah. because I was really tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think I, I gave it, ended up giving it four and a half stars I believe maybe uh, just four um I went with four solid four yeah that last shot really like the like I was about 30 minutes away from the end and I was like well we'll see how it ends because the ending of a movie can really sell me <laughs> oh really um and that I just keep thinking about that last shot it's so good if, if you haven't seen it go watch it it's on Netflix um, and it's only like an hour and 45 minutes, so it's not even that bad. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I gave it four and a half stars. Um, Mouse, what'd you give it? You yeah, said four? I gave it a solid four. That's I, good. on Letterboxd, if you follow me at Mel underscore the queen, mm-hmm. um, that is B-E-T-R-A. E-N-E, that's how you spell it. I like how you're anyway. really focusing on how you spell your last name. <laughs> no one, it's really hard to tell, it's confusing. Yeah, it's good. Anyway, I am kind of, I don't know if you'd say family manager, I don't give movies half stars at all. I go really? with a full, it is a controversial. full one, two, three, or four, or five. Yeah, it's a controversial thing to give a half star. I have been told by people, what do you give half stars? And listen... There is a difference between a three star and a three and a half star and a four star really? for me. And oh. before I had Letterbox, I would review things in my notes app and mm. I'd rate it on a scale of 10. Oh, so so the half star to. helps me convert. Oh, no, that makes you know? sense. So that's why I think it wasn't a five and it wasn't a, th- a four. What number? Four. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot how numbers worked for a second. Nah, but okay. yeah. But anyway. Back to Wildlife Box. Yeah, I would definitely um, watch it again. I would definitely watch it again, too. Yeah. I, I want to watch it and, like, really analyze the cinematography and mm. more of that. I think my first watch on a movie, I usually pay attention to the storyline. Yeah. I can only focus on so many things. Yeah, the storyline. And then once you really understand what's going on, you watch it a second time and you really think about the details. Yeah. And uh, just things that happen. I would definitely watch it again too. Yeah. Um, now let's. Now that you know what we think. Wait, can I give my qualms? Oh, I do sorry. have some qualms with this movie from Beasts. Oh well. Um, football references. <laughs> there were so many of them, and I just so didn't get any of them at all. Um, See, they just literally all went over my head. Exactly, and that was like, that was a qualm of mine. Just the mom in general. She. She started yeah, good. She I wrote, Mom started cool. good. She's letting me down now. Yeah. Um, but her fits, her outfits were great. <laughs> Absolutely loved it. They weren't necessarily good motherly outfits. I mean, but um, she popped you do off. You, boo. Um, she, she really did. Yeah, I, the costume design was really good. And um, some of the conversations she had with Joe, though, completely wildly inappropriate do not do that to your children um throughout the movie you just you're like you cannot you are crazy but you just need some motherly counseling she needs her mom to sit her down she needs a good sit down and say to not what are you doing to joe yeah like poor old not really old poor joe i just wanted to give him a little a little Mm -hmm. hug a little pat on the back yeah like it up even though it was really interesting to see because they based the movie so much around joe and how complex the characters his parents were mm-hmm. but then like also how little they really showed how it affected joe right i think was an interesting um oh bless you <laughs> so another thing that i wrote down here i'm looking at my notes um there's a scene where they're at a dinner. I won't specify a lot of this, but um, basically the scene reminded me just exactly of the scene in Jojo Rabbit, where so in this scene, Carrie Mulligan's character like takes a sip of wine and is like, "Come dance with your mother," and that is like literally the same thing that happens in Jojo Rabbit, where she's like, "Come dance with your mother, Jojo," 
And then I was quoting Jojo Rabbit in my head after that. Oh, I, see. I love the Jojo, but I know you haven't seen it. We'll get there eventually. Um, so that was one of the things. Um, I thought it was interesting. This isn't really a qualm. I'm bad at qualms. saying qualms, but um, I really liked how they incorporated the fire. Yeah. In the beginning and it was, the end. I liked the foreshadowing of the girl on the bus being like, oh, when it finally snows, um, my dad comes home from the fire, and then, like, you can see the gears turning in Joe's head of, like, my dad needs a job. And I thought for a second he was going to go to be like, dad, a job. But then I realized that that's kind of dangerous, the firefighting. Yeah, also a little background if you don't know the movie. Um, it's based in Montana, and the there's a big forest fire going mm-hmm. on, right? So a bunch of males go to set out the fire, and mm-hmm. they kind of move away from home to do that. They leave until... Until it starts to snow because right. snow puts out the fire. snow puts out the fire apparently. Yeah. So uh, not apparently water. that's how that's it actually how works. That and <laughs> uh, but once it once it snows, then the men come home. So yeah, so that, that was, was a cool little detail. I wrote on my notes: only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> like they did need Smokey the Bear. Smokey the Bear needs um, to pop off his uh, his little tree stump and get yeah. on over to the get on over there, Smokey. Smokey, you need to do your job. Or I guess... I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I really liked the minimalistic score of the music. Mm. Um, the composer is David Wang. Mm. And it was really subtle, but it was it was a nice touch. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I had... Um, they had a grainy rotary phone that was mm. absolutely beautiful. They had a lot of really cool so nice. music box. Like the yeah. cars, they the cars had were cool. Really cool, big fancy nineteen sixties cars. Yeah, the and I'm not a big car girl, but uh, but you liked them. But I I thought they were nice. I bet Steve Bailey would appreciate. If those Steve cars. Bailey sees you're watching this, <laughs> he can watch this movie there with you and just talk about cars the whole time because there were many of them. Throughout the film. Uh, yeah. And he would have really appreciated that. Yeah. I mostly appreciated that phone and the clothing. The headscarf that um, Jeanette is wearing. She's got her hair in curlers. And then oh, she's yeah. got this headscarf. And I've been thinking this for at least a year now. We need to bring back headscarves. Like, the <laughs> visual of just, like, driving in a... Uh, a, a, big top, open... a, a big car with the top down... And it's windy, but you have your headscarf, and that's keeping your hair from becoming a rat's nest. Yes, of course. Amazing. Like, I know we had the headscarves um, last year where they were, like, bandanas. That's great, but let's take it one step further. Let's just, you know, if that did happen, though, you know, since it is the year 2021, uh-huh. we have a big pandemic going on, so there's yeah. masks, too. Yeah. And I get most people don't wear masks in the car, but, like, that would be kind of a big switch between a headscarf and, like, a face but I think it would be a full fit. Like you've got the mask oh, on, no, and then sure. you the the headscarf is just oh, it's tied accent? very lightly. Oh, light you know? tie, a light little knot. Yeah. Yeah, and it just the visual of that. I want. <laughs> I need to like go to Goodwill. I need to go to some estate st- sales. Well, sorry, I hit the microphone. I need to find a headscarf, and I. Okay. After this, we'll go ahead. Headscarf. This is let it be known. I want headscarves to come back. Because I think they were too underrated and bring back the headscarves. Forget low waisted jeans, 
Bring back headscarves. Thank you. Um, headscarves 2021. That is the last. I mean, that was probably my favorite thing. But um, the entire film. Yeah. Now it's time for. Anyway, now um, that you heard about what we thought about the movie, let's let's check in with what our pals thought. Yeah. So um, since this is probably your first time listening, um. We like to do a thing where we find letterbox reviews that we love. So we find a five star, a three star, a one star, and then one from a friend um, that has seen it and has reviewed it. So, Mo, would you like to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, why don't you take it away with the first five star review? Okay, so my first five star is from someone named Clem. Um, <laughs> these names are confusing on letterbox. Like, it's not exactly like they're at. So I don't, I don't know. I just want to give. Um, Give credit where credit's the, due. Yeah, credit to the original author. She watched this um, in 2018, so, like, when it came out. Um, I swear Wildlife is the perfect movie. There's literally nothing wrong about this film. Everything done everything done so well, from the crude dialogues to the small details hidden in every scene every and every action. Everything's so delicate and soft, yet so tough and cruel. The whole thing carried by Danos directing, which I think is amazing in its simplicity and in some way really refreshing. It's as if every shot was a photograph ingrained forever in my mind. But like Natalie Portman would say, too bad Jake Gyllenhaal is ugly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. But Carrie Mulligan isn't. She was extremely beautiful and incredible in wildlife and I'm in love with her. I really hope the Academy is going to give this film justice. They all deserve it. And yes, Paul Dano was born to be a director, which the Academy did not. It got snubbed, allegedly, according to the letterbox comments. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the reviews that I was looking on letterbox, there were a lot of fours. And yeah. Like three yeah. Fours. I think it's got an average like three point six. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. But. I feel like a lot of the five-star reviews were either, like, 17 paragraphs long in yes. the review. Yes, yes. Or a few sentences. So mm-hmm. I'm going to read my name's Ethan's five-star mm-hmm. review. Um, he kept it brief, but he said, The cinematography didn't have to go this hard, mm. but you won't see me complaining about it. I saw that one. And yeah. uh, it was brief, but pretty wise words, Ethan. Yeah. Um. So for my three-star... Um, this is from uh, Fran on Letterboxd. Mm. <laughs> um, she said, Being committed to someone is terrifying. I'm glad no one is attracted to me or whatsoever, so I'll most likely end up alone forever. And, wow, you Fran. know, are you alright? Fran you spoke. DM us on our Instagram at the watchlist underscore WTUR, and we'll give you some emotional support or help, okay? I think Fran is speaking a lot of things that we're all feeling. You know, <laughs> commitment yeah. is terrifying. Yeah, this movie definitely illustrated how commitment is terrifying. And also, like, commitment that falls through, also terrifying. Yeah. Like, that you could be committed and then. And then you say, oh, big Fall out of love. No, that Wow. That that's terrifying. That's pain right there. Uh, anyway, pain. before we get to sad boy hours, let's talk about <laughs> what Shay said Shay. in her three-star review. Um, she also kept a brief um, sad boy. That's it? And, uh, you know, it kind of inspired me. I was like, you know what? Yeah. You're right, Shay. Wildlife, sad boy. Wildlife, sad life. Mm-hmm. I mean, just keep it brief. Keep it, keep it straight but, uh, to the yeah. point. <laughs> anyway, now on to the one stars. These are the folks that 
doesn't really think too highly, but uh. Yeah. So okay, this is like a minor spoiler. And it wasn't listed as that, so I didn't think about it until now. So if you haven't seen it, um, plug your ears, skip ahead, do something. Um, here we go. From OK Flint, he says, or she says, it's like a whole movie about a mom who makes her kid watch her make out with people who aren't his father. <laughs> that one had four likes, and it was a one-star review. Um, I didn't like it because I think the movie is better than one star. But I just thought that was hilarious and yeah, also, also very accurate. <laughs> you had the same one? No, I read that oh, one okay. as well. But mine that. is from Meta Jezza. Oh. And she said, which I don't really agree with, but it made me chuckle a lot in okay. student time today. But uh, it said, the only exciting part of this film was when Jake's character put some gasoline on another guy's house <laughs> and set it alight. No. <laughs> which is also kind of my spoiler, but... Yeah. But you don't know what happened. You don't know. And you yeah. don't know if you don't know. Um, don't even know. And now, from one from a friend. Now, I don't know if we have the same one. I did see that you liked one of the ones that I liked. Oh, you go first. Um, this is from my good pal, Tim Hudson. And he said... <laughs> He gave it four stars and said, divorce photo shoot with the heart emojis. <laughs> and <laughs> that got me. That one really got me good. Great review, Tim. Thank you for that. Yeah, I did see that one and I was like, wow. Uh-huh. But no, my, my performance from Haha <laughs> Shout to my boyfriend, Jimichiro. I watched it. But he's incredible. But he, he went with a simple review with our three favorite quotes. Uh-huh. First one. Good night <laughs> from Joe, which was when both of his parents. I don't also know what the point was, but this is um, during a time in the movie when both of his parents just like really messed up. Yeah. And uh, put Joe in a terribly uncomfortable spot, and they were just like, "Sorry, we're the worst." And then he looked at them and was just like, Bye. blinked, yeah. and inherently you can just tell that he said good night and then like walked away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like what happens when you're like. Someone's like, bye, I love you, or something, and you're like, awkward, because you don't, <laughs> you just don't reply, but uh-huh. that same sort of energy. Yeah. Also, we really like to quote, cha-cha-cha, <laughs> from Dean. She was big dancing, and, and additionally, boy, boy. Yeah. from boy. Jerry. Jerry said, boy, boy, said, boy, 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 boy. Sometimes when you don't have the words to say, you just say, boy, boy, boy. <laughs> It really, it caught me off guard when that happened, and I was like, <laughs> like, and that's boy? Break, uh, yeah. Because that was, like, a thing in 2013, where you'd be like, boy! boy. Oh my gosh. No, With the hand gestures, I think, With if, the pointed hand gestures, if you, you know, see, you know, you boy. You can see us boying each other right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Never mind, never mind. Anyway, right this quote also is, uh, <laughs> it's also funny when Janine, throwback to when she wasn't really a Disney Plus mother, but she yeah. was like, Hey, do you like your name Joe? Mm. We named you that because it's plain. Yeah, that <laughs> one was kind of savage. And we were like, huh? Like, what do you say in that situation? Yeah. She's like, we named you your name because it's plain and low-key boring. Just like you. Haha. <laughs> and we are like, ha 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 ha, that's really awkward. But uh, he ended it with solid depth. And I oh, I agree. Gosh. We're some yeah. solid depth in this, in this wild wildlife it definitely has some good quotes in there like those one obviously boy and the same scene obviously. where she talks about joe's plain name 
Um, she said, um, Jeanette said, why do you think men do things? They're, wait, they're either, wait, oh, they, sorry, I can't read my own writing. <laughs> they either go crazy or it's a woman or it's both. And I was like, Jeanette, chill out. You're making all this up. <laughs> she was just really popping off at so many different times. Yeah. I worry about Jeanette. I mean, I hope she's doing well now. Yeah. Even I though this is definitely not real, but... No, but she... She... I you, think she needed think some help. You think she's doing well? You think she is? And then she kind of just does some things and says some things. Mm -hmm. And you're just like... You're like, no. Yeah. Are you... Give me a hug. Give she me wanted to be named Lottie. Lottie da. So she can be like, Lottie da. Yeah. Um, yeah. Her thing about the names really made me think about, like... What is a name? You know, you don't get to what choose your name. Do you like your name? Do I like my name? Names are so weird because it's just it can like determine something. who you are. I feel it's like. a it's a phrase. It's not actually a phrase. It's like a word, perhaps, or a collection of words. And collection someone, of someone looks at you and says, "You, you are this. Are this? Mm -hmm. And you don't even know it because, you know, you're just called. You, you, you don't remember it being named, but right. like." You just live your life being called something that someone else chose for you. That, like, terrifies me. Like, the thought of having to give a person a name. It took me, like, two or three weeks to name my cat because I was worried that it, the name wouldn't right. fit her. It's gonna ruin their And, like, I life. did end up naming my cat Scout, like, wow. to kill a mockingbird. But I was Good. so concerned. I was so worried that she wouldn't, was, like it. wouldn't be a Scout. Like, I looked at my cat and I said, are you really a scout? And that's why I understand why Jeanette and Jerry named Joe, Joe. Because they're like, we'll let him be whatever he's going to be. Joe, John, Doe, Joe. Well, when you put it like that, it just it makes more sense. They but in were, the moment, right. it when felt she very was bad. just like, we named you this because you're plain and boring. And she made so many comments of like, you're just like, Just <laughs> good. It just didn't feel very motivating or good motivating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely like like you're just maybe, existing. So like, okay. It's maybe <laughs> not a conversation to have with your fourteen year old child, but there were mm -hmm. other conversations you also shouldn't have. She, she said was a like, lot of things to your old enough. child. Yeah, and says you can know about this. You're old enough. Yeah, I don't think I'm old enough I to don't... know the things she said, and yeah. I'm twenty one. <laughs> <laughs> so. It's really hard to know. Jeanette, the idea of being a parent is terrifying, terrifying. Especially if I'm the sort of parent like, Joe's my son. What? <laughs> Let me just rephrase. If Joe becomes your son. If Joe becomes my son, then I'm sorry because poor Joe, he had an emotional yeah. childhood. Long story short, point is, uh, we will not be naming our children Joe. No, not Big Joe. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong if you're a Joe. Um, you're probably great. I know a couple of Joes, and they're great. But, you know, personally not for us. And apparently not really for Jeanette. Jeanette <laughs> seemed... was not very satisfied with the man that she raised, so big rip for Joe. But maybe that's her own fault. Maybe maybe she it's was upset with herself. Hard to know. But we're kind of getting a little... But in conclusion... In, in too deep about this, and <laughs> we're kind of running out of time. So that's um, awkward. 
but I bet this wildlife was really a wildlife. Why do you think they named it that? Wildlife? Because it's kind of like because, wildfires. Well, right, because they consumed a lot of the material, but uh. Well, and the wildlife is being killed by the fires. Meanwhile, the relationship mm-hmm. between the parents is it's also going up in flames. Oh. Mm-hmm. Clever. And then Jake Gyllenhaal says the thing about it's a wild life. Life is unpredictable. Forest fires are actually somewhat predictable, but um, that's besides the point. <laughs> Once they get going, though, unpredictable. Um, yeah, it's great job, Paul, naming this wildlife. That's great. Shout out to Paul Dano. This is your directorial debut, and yeah. if he gave another film out there, I would be sure to tune in. Yeah, Paul, if you're working on something during COVID times, quarantine times, just call up your two local filmmakers. Up, I will be AVID certified by the end of the semester, <laughs> whether I like it or not. Um, I can't really do any tangible film things, but, you know, Paul, I will support you, and I will clap for you and tell you that you're doing a great job. Um, just like my producer tendencies allow, but mm-hmm. uh, I'd love to be a part of your film. So. Yeah, or we'd just like to see it. So, yeah, you know, we'll we've got some fans here. We had a lot of DMs about people love Paul and he seems to be a great candidate to make another movie for us to review if yes. he ha- happens to do that soon. we'll give it a watch we'll Literally add it to soon. our watch list it'll definitely go on the watch list when it comes out um, speaking of watch list if you liked the show or you didn't like the show and you want to hear it better <laughs> you can uh, DM us uh, on our Instagram if you have that yeah 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 at the or the, however you say it, the watch list underscore W-T-U-R. That was less good. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also follow us each on Instagram. I'm sophieolf.on. And my Insta is at mo, M-O, underscore, Dukraini, D-E-C-R-A-E-N-E. It's nice and slow. <laughs> and if slow. you want to follow us on Letterboxd, more plugs, hello. Um, if you want to follow us on Letterboxd, check out our watch list, see what we might watch. Um, Tell us what recommend we us watch some things. next week. You can follow us. I'm at Sophie Olson on watch, on watch list on uh, Letterboxd. Letterboxd. And mine is the same as my Insta handle, which I have previously just told you. So, so rewind and figure <laughs> it out. Or if you go to the watch list, Instagram, it is following both of us. As well as WTR, which you should also follow on Instagram. Um, So, yeah. That's all we got for you guys this week. Thank you for for tuning tuning in. Um, And as always, do what you can to prevent forest fires. Yeah, only you can prevent forest fires. Thank you very much, everybody. (laughs) Peace!